what's up with the latest Kingston Polygamy Group scandal of over a billion dollars? Next on Polygamy, what love is this? As most of our viewers know, we don't show favoritism. <laughs> When we talk about polygamy and polygamy groups, we compare one with the other, the contemporary uh, with um, the original, and we also compare what they believe with what the Bible teaches. And in doing so, we discover that most if, if of the polygamy groups uh, have a double standard of ethics as it relates to their dealings with others. This behavior is particularly evident in yeah. the many legal battles that many of the polygamy groups have been involved in. And the Kingston Polygamy Group is no exception. <laughs> it's facing another court battle, this time concerning tax fraud, money laundering, and dozens of other charges laid against them by the federal government. We're going to update our viewers with some details of this lawsuit, but please remember that we tape our shows a few weeks in advance. So by the time you're seeing this particular program, a few of the details may have changed. The trial is currently scheduled to begin May 13th of 2019 and is expected to last about five weeks. So it must be quite a trial. Huh? Yes, I'll say. As we discuss some of the illegal activities of the two Kingston brothers, Jacob and Isaiah, and a couple of Kingston women who have also been charged with criminal activity, also keep in mind that the Kingstons, all the other polygamy groups, as well as the LDS Church, each claim to be God's kingdom, each claim to be God's true and holy church. And as they each claim this without dis, uh, any kind of uh, apology yeah, that's right. <laughs> from that. But when we see so much sexual assault, sexually oriented temple questions to adolescents by the LDS and their men in authority caught up in sex scandals and deceit and food stamp fraud and underage marriages and the polygamy groups, do they really think that that's what the God's kingdom is like? Is Mormonism a good representation of God's kingdom? Well, the Kingstons have also claimed that their principal religious uh, creed is the golden rule. <laughs> well, this is what the golden rule is. Yeah, this is what Jesus said in Matthew seven twelve. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. So that's the golden rule. Right. And that's what that has been dubbed the golden rule. It doesn't say that in the Bible, but that's what people have been calling it for decades, I guess. But they claim the golden rule is the basis of their religion. But has anyone noticed that how they treat others? You know, I was born and raised in that group, and we've had guests on our program from that group. Refugees who have escaped from the Keats and Bolygamy group have testified that they are not treated very well by no, them at all. Sure. And I personally can say the same thing. They do not treat others as they themselves would like to be treated. In fact, they treat others with cruelty, disdain, judgmental arrogance. They use shame, condemnation, and fear and guilt and threats as their tools to keep people in line and to steer the young girls into their prearranged polygamous marriages. Well, that's not how to live out the golden rule. No. Washakie Renewable Energy is a Kingston-owned business. Jacob Kingston is the CEO of Washakie, and Isaiah Kingston is the CFO. 
Federal prosecutors have charged that the Kingstons uh, and a third person who is not part of the Kingston group conspired to defraud the government of up to $1.1 billion in biofuel tax credits. Amazing. Jacob Kingston, who is the primary defendant in the one point one billion dollar fraud case is waiting trial in the Weber County Jail and he offered a ten million dollar bail guarantee if he could be released from jail until his trial. Now a ten million dollar bail is not the amount or an amount set by the court. It is a freely offered amount set by Jacob Kingston himself. Now, originally, the judge ordered that he remain in jail until the trial with no chance of release on bail because he is considered a flight risk. In fact, when he was arrested, it was at the airport holding tickets for Turkey. For Turkey, yeah. So we, <clears throat> we find it interesting that these Kingston boys would voluntarily offer $10 million for bail. Where does that kind of money come from? Yeah. We quote from a Standard Examiner news article. But on Friday, attorneys for Jacob Kingston, Washakie's CEO, filed documents urging the court to free him under strict conditions pending trial. In the motion, Kingston promised to sign a $10 million bond, which also would be co-signed by 45 members of Kingston's extended family who exert powerful moral suasion over him. The Kingston clan has extensive business holdings throughout the West, federal prosecutors have said. <laughs> Ten million. <laughs> Ten million, yeah. Now, you need to know that the fathers in the Kingston polygamy group, the polygamous fathers, seldom support or feed their polygamous families. Keep all this in mind as we talk yeah, about this $10 I, I million. I can't dollars. believe some of this stuff. <laughs> Each wife and mother is supposed to have a baby a year. Yeah. She must have a job, and many of them have to have two jobs to support herself and her children. And many of the plural wives pay their husband rent just to live in his apartments. And these boys are offering up $10 million bond while the rest of their members live in awful poverty. They can't handle being incarcerated. I think this is kind of an interesting thing because yeah. they treat their plural wives much worse than they are treated in jail. <laughs> As mentioned, when the FBI arrested Jacob Kingston, he was at the airport with some of his family awaiting an airline ticket to Turkey. But the family now claims that he was not headed for Turkey to avoid prosecution, but that Jacob's son and daughter-in-law was traveling to Turkey for their honeymoon and oh. he was going along okay. with them. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and how many fathers go on the honeymoon with their bride and groom? Oh. Remember also in the Kingston group, it's a feather in your cap to lie for the Lord. Now, in his request for freedom on the $10 million bill, Jacob Kingston offered to be on full home incarceration and that he would submit to GPS monitoring and surrender individual and family travel documents. Now, this is a just in case you missed it note. During the FLDS $11 million tax fraud case a couple of years ago, yeah. The court released Lyle Jeffs out, on, uh, out of jail into a private home with a GPS monitoring device. The same thing that he's asking this. for, exactly what Kingston requested. But Jeff slipped the device off, 
his ankle with some oil and fled and was gone for a year. That's right. <laughs> the leaders of these kingdoms of God just cannot be trusted. Isaiah Kingston also submitted a separate petition for release, claiming that he was not receiving uh, effective medical help while in jail, and I haven't found out whether or not that's true or has any justification. But thankfully, the judge ruled that these boys cannot be released from jail on a $10 million bail bond. They have to wait in jail until their trial, which is scheduled to begin in May. We have a quote about that. Yeah, a federal judge ruled that both Kingston brothers will not be released from jail pending the outcome of the many charges they face. Jacob and Isaiah Kingston, the CEO and CFO of Washakie Renewable Energy, will remain in jail after U.S. District Court Judge Jill Parrish denied their motions to be released from jail. Each of the brothers are facing over 40 federal counts of fraud, money laundering, and witness tampering. 40, over 40 wow. charges, and they just keep piling up. We'll talk about that more, too. Now, I've, I, uh, we have another quote on this because it shows they're lying, how they lie to try and get their way. Uh, but their arguments to get out on the $10 million bail was proven bogus by the court. So again, we quote. Yeah, Isaiah's attorney argued that, quote, new information would merit his release. The judge writes that there was no new information in the motion and argued that it only claimed that Isaiah does not have access to money or any ownership in Washakie. The judge rebuffed that argument, saying there is strong evidence Isaiah is a 50% owner in the corporation and had sent wires to Turkish banks totaling $52 million. Isaiah's attorney also argued that he does not have any connection to Turkey. The judge again rebuffed this argument. Quote, given that evidence shows Isaiah personally transferred at least $52 million from Washakie's accounts to Turkey, this suggests a connection to Turkey Parish, the judge wrote. Right. <laughs> so they found, again, that they were lying to, yeah. get the, to get their own way. The judge noted that the government presented evidence that the Kingston boys made false statements to conceal Washakie's assets in Turkey, and they tried to bribe government officials and also yeah. tried to hire an enforcer to intimidate witnesses. Oh, so that's part of their charges. <laughs> On these grounds, the judge denied their offer to post a $10 million bail for release. Now, in these groups, very often the end justifies the means, um, and they claim to be God's holy people. Again, it doesn't like matter how say, they do it. Life as long for as, the Lord. Yeah, yeah, lie for the Lord. That's yeah. exactly it. And in this time, they got caught in their own lies, yeah. and that's what's happening. The original indictment was in August of 2018, alleging a $511 million fraud. But as it turns out, $511 million has become $1.1 billion in fraud. Yeah, since their arrest, the federal indictments just keep coming. In November, a superseding indictment alleged the three had stolen even more money. The amount allegedly stolen grew to $1.1 billion in tax credits. Each of the three were charged with more counts of money laundering. Yet another superseding indictment in January piled more charges against the Kingston clan. This time, other members of the Kingston family would be charged, including the Kingston's brother's mother, Rachel Ann Kingston, and Jacob's wife, Sally Louise Kingston. Rachel Kingston is charged with attempted conspiracy to commit mail fraud, money laundering, bank fraud, and obstruction of justice by destroying records. The indictment accused Sally Kingston of one count of mail fraud and one count of money laundering. 
The government has also moved to seize much of Washakie's and the Kingston's assets. This includes the Washakie Renewable Energy Plant in Box Elder County, more than 500 acres of undeveloped land nearby, mansions in Sandy, Utah, and Huntington Beach, California, a Bugatti Veyron, I don't know how to say that exactly, but two Lamborghinis, a Ferrari, and six Kenworth trucks, among other assets. And this is mind-boggling. <laughs> Lamborghinis, all that's of just that. what they need. <laughs> yeah, just what they need. Oh uh, and, and by the way, I need to mention, uh, Rachel Ann Kingston was mentioned in this. We've had a, a lady, Rachel Kingston, on our show a few times. Uh, this is not, not the, same, the person same person at all. But Good they mention that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I just thought I would mention that. But, you know, coming from that group and seeing the poverty that they're still in, we were raised in poverty and they still do raise their families in horrible poverty. It's hard to imagine so much luxury, so many millions of dollars available to these polygamous men. Mansions in Salt Lake City and California, acres and acres of, of land that they own and luxury foreign expensive sports cars. While the normal member of the Kingston group lives in miserable poverty with no hope of ever getting better. And more information, of course, will likely come out as the investigation continues and the trial begins. The inner workings and the secrets of the Kingston polygamy group were always mysterious, not only to the members, but certainly to people who are outside of the group and don't understand Mormon polygamy culture and, of course, the United Order. <laughs> now, lawyers say that Washakie has not produced any biofuels at all, even though that was supposed to be their business. The government <laughs> claims that the scheme was to cheat taxpayers out of as much money as they could. The Kingstons are accused of stashing millions of dollars in bank accounts in Turkey, which is where they were planning to flee if they needed to avoid prosecution. What it's, a plan. <laughs> it's, yeah, what a plan. It's really odd they'd send that much money there yeah. and they, so they could live in luxury and, and leave their members behind to continue to live in their poverty. The wives and the children. <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we've talked before uh, a while back on, on at least one of our shows about the political contributions that the Kingston Polygamy Group has made. Uh, but as a reminder, we want to quote from Fox 13 News. Yeah, back in 2016, Fox 13 found Washakie Renewable Energy was a major contributor on Utah's Capitol Hill, making numerous political donations to members of the state legislature, the governor, attorney general, and the Utah Republican Party. The company also advertised heavily at Utah Jazz Games and the Megaplex movie theaters. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but I, I certainly do. Yeah. But from 2012 to 2014, Washakie donated to federal candidates $93,500. Donations included Mia Love, Jeb Bush, Mitt Romney, and many, many more. In 2014 and 2015, they do they donated $96,235 to Utah politicians, including the Utah Republican Party, the Attorney General Sean Reyes, the Governor's Leadership PAC, and many, many more Republican candidates. The list's pretty long. Now, they have the right to contribute. We, we're not trying yeah. to take away anybody's right. But in good conscience, should the politicians have accepted gifts from an organization known to be lawbreakers? Yeah, they practice polygamy, child marriages, welfare fraud. They have a history of illegal behavior. And the members of their group live in poverty. Some of those thousands of dollars could have gone to help their families. 
Should these politicians have accepted their gifts? I think in good conscience we'd have to say... Probably not. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a little turn on the topic here. We're still going to discuss the Kingston Group, but about a different part of their history. Uh, several years ago, news about the Kingston Group broke into a new era when Daniel Kingston whipped his 16-year-old daughter for running away from a prearranged marriage to her uncle. She was to be his 16th wife. Oh, gosh. It was her 16th, 16th. birthday present. Yeah. <laughs> Dear well, that event triggered an ongoing investigation and news articles of forcing the Kingston polygamists into the public eye like they had never been before. And they've kind of remained there ever since. During that time, in the year 2000, the Denver Rocky Mountain News published an article about the Kingston Group and its ties to the Mafia. Now, considering the federal lawsuit against the two Kingston boys that we just discussed, the information that the Denver newspaper discovered shouldn't be terribly surprising. <laughs> and today we want to share parts of that article with you to illustrate they haven't changed their mode of operation. The article was written by Lou Kilser and published in De Denver Rocky Mountain News, February 13th, of the year 2000. The title of the article is Polygamy and Profit, Utah Clan Builds Riches in Colorado and Elsewhere While Growing Bigger Through Intermarriage. Mm. Starts out, a polygamous sect built on the twin pillars of incest and secrecy has moved into cash-rich businesses in Colorado and six other western states that traditionally have attracted organized crime. Based in Salt Lake City, the clan known as the Kingstons has cornered a large piece of Colorado's amusement machine market, make, made a series of loans to bar owners, and distributed illegal slot machines from a subsidiary in Denver. Now keep in mind, you know, people can do business, but keep in mind this is a self-proclaimed kingdom of God. Right. Okay, a religious group. Uh-huh, religious <laughs> group. Now, this article was written almost 20 years ago. The amusement and coin machine business has dwindled, has obviously, with, yeah. with uh, computers and so on. But, but uh, when the article was written, it was up to date. So the question that begs to be asked is this. Their self-identification is the kingdom of God. Why are they doing business with bars, distributing illegal slot machines, investing in the smoking and drinking behaviors that Mormonism condemns? I'll say right now, before we even get there, the Kingstons denied all the activities this article investigated, uncovered, and reported. But considering their subsequent troubles with the law and the upcoming federal trial alleging over a billion dollars in tax fraud and money laundering, we have to conclude that they do lie about their activities. In fact, their policy, which I myself heard growing up in the Kingston group, is that lying for the Lord to protect the group is a righteous thing to do. Obviously, we dare not trust what they say. Another quote. Continuing on, the Kingston Empire, one seemingly built on contradictions, mixing God with gambling, great wealth with abject poverty, and aversion to, to liquor with the funding of bars, Beyond all else, these 
deeply religious people who shun worldly possessions are tough business competitors. And they are, especially when they hire people to come break your knees backwards to get Ooh. things done. <laughs> they're not only tough business competitors, they're tough ministers of what they call God's only true um, religion. They're cruel, they're angry, they're controlling, and to make it worse, they are shrewd businessmen. They operate their business with cheap labor from their polygamy group members, and then they turn around and demand the wages they pay their members uh, to be turned back into the to the group coffers so that they can turn around and use it to pad their own lifestyle and invest in more businesses. United order kind of stuff. Yes, right? yes. The workers who give so much to the Kingston's growth live in poverty. They dumpster dive in order to feed their families. Uh, they discourage members from spending any money. In fact, they have a slogan that says, if we don't have it, you don't need it. And so the riches of their group are attained on the backs of slave labor, poverty, and deprivation. What did Jesus say about that kind of behavior? Yeah, we find this in Matthew 19, verses 23 and 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Their goal is to get richer and richer while still claiming to be God's kingdom. Yeah. It's contradictory. They teach their members that all money, property, and assets must be consecrated to the group, which they call the law of consecration. And if they don't succeed financially, God's kingdom will fail, which means Jesus has failed. Mm. How arrogant is that? That yeah. Jesus' success depends upon the Kingstons? <laughs> we continue to quote from the article. The Kingston. Kingston say their business enterprises are based on solid and legal grounds. Our growth has been the result of hard work and careful planning, they say, and, all, and most of all, making sure that all of our dealings were handled with honesty, integrity, and a high level of customer service, said Eldon Kingston, who runs the group's amusement machine business. The Kingston's main Colorado operation comes under the umbrella of a company named Mountain Coin Machine Distributors, which in turn is owned by Las Vegas-based World Enterprises, Inc. The close-knit group has spread its wealth into at least 35 corporations in Utah, 21 in Nevada, and several more in five other states. The Kings Kingston's own or lease coal mines, accounting firms, finance companies, a garbage collecting business, pawn shops, bail bond firms, poker parlors, and large cattle ranches. They financed a $510,000 no-down payment loan to a company that federal investigators said was also receiving funds from Denver's Smalden La Costa Nostra Syndicate. Mafia. Mafia, yeah. yeah, mafia ties. Somehow through all this, we find that there are mafia ties. Now, these, the, again, we've got all of this lucrative business ownership yeah. that, that they have. Uh, and of course, the numbers have changed in the past 20 years. And Eldon Kingston, who is quote quite frequently in this article, has, uh, he died several years ago. And Mountain Coin Machine Distributors has since gone out of business. But building the kingdom of God on business ownership and piles of money and forced polygamy is not the way to get to heaven. He's met his reward. He, yeah, he, he found Kingston. out that the Kingstons are not who they claim to be, yeah. that God alone is, and Jesus Christ, of course, being God alone. 
is the power and authority. Yeah. Now, Eldon Kingston denied that they were associated with organized crime with or with any crime family or any other illegal activity. Yeah. But <laughs> polygamy is illegal. <laughs> That's right, to start with. <laughs> to start with, polygamy is illegal. And everyone knows that they are involved in that particular illegal activity. And their men have gone to jail, some of their men have gone to jail and to prison for illegal activities such as incest, underage marriages, and they have been charged with welfare and food stamp fraud. And they are now in court for IRS fraud. Eldon Kingston lied. This is it's so funny in a way. Why would a deeply religious group whose members would not dream of wasting their money gambling, drinking, or dropping quarters into Mortal Kombat game machines and jukeboxes engage in such businesses? The answer is simple, said Scott Stoddard, an engineer who spent 25 years in the Klan before quitting. They believe they are converting money from profane uses to God's uses. The Kingstons believe they are the chosen people who will inherit the earth in the last days. Until then, they will speed the way to the end by corrupting the Gentiles. Isn't that <laughs> <What> something? <logic. laughs> yeah, they, they speed Jesus' return by corrupting the Gentiles. Yeah. God's way is redemption. <clears throat> It's forgiveness, it's grace, it's love. But the Kingston's way is purposely uh, corrupting other people for money. That's not God's way, that's taking, the devil's way. Taking the Gentiles' money and making it God's money. Right, and, yeah. and, and the, more they, the faster they corrupt the Gentiles, the quicker Jesus will return because it'll get so evil. Great logic. That's the devil's way, isn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't that be his way to yeah. do things? Not. Not God's way. That's awful. Certainly not the golden rule. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, I never heard that particular um, philosophy when I was in the group. I, I did do not corrupting the Gentiles. I did not hear oh. that. I did hear the, if we don't have it, you don't need it. I build heard that all the time. Build up their kingdom or build up the Lying for Kingston's. the Lord, building right. up the kingdom. We have to have money is the only way that we can build up our kingdom. Hmm. So they're actually offering salvation for money and polygamy. And that's what they do. And nobody ever talks to the leaders about all this other money. I mean, to have 1.1 billion in tax credits, can you imagine the amount of money that's being moving around there to even three come sports up with cars, two mansions, yeah. money, millions to Turkey. I mean, wh what else is is not uncovered? And the but, wives and children are in poverty. Yeah, they live in poverty, absolute yeah. poverty. And there's no help of ever living otherwise because that is their life. Yeah. That is their life. Anyway, that's just part one. <laughs> we, we've got more to talk about on this. Um, uh, uh, more about the article in the Denver newspaper and, of course, the latest legal scandal. So we ask you and invite you to watch part two uh, as we finish talking about the Den Denver newspaper article that connects some of the Denver Kingston businesses with dealings uh, with mafia businesses. So we thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. This has been the audio podcast of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. Polygamy, What Love Is This? is produced by A Shield and Refuge Ministry. More information on this program, including the video version of it, can be found at whatloveisthis.tv. If you have any questions or need help getting free from Mormon fundamentalism, write us at contact at shieldandrefuge.org.
or call us at 1-800-877-425-9993.